1: Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Countdown to kickoff continues. The Jaguars and the Houston Texans. It's week 12, and it's a battle for first place in the AFC South. Who better to call a game like this than Andrew Cattle on of CBS Sports. Our first time with you this year, Andrew. It's unbelievable to have you finally.
2: It's been wild it's been this long, JP, but it does feel right to get going here with the Jags and the Texans. I think I've done this matchup about 10 years in a row, and I think this probably is the best of the 10 that I've been able to call.
1: Yeah, you know, it's the first time they both had winning records playing each other in November or December, so it's automatically a big game at that point. And, I mean, this got to be right up there close to one of the biggest, most important ones because – Hey, if the Jaguars win it, it's a two-game stretch. Texans win it, it flips the whole division around.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I think actually both these teams look pretty good to make the playoffs, but you'll feel a lot better if you're in the division lead with six to go, especially a Jacksonville uh, team. You know, Houston would have the tie break if they win this game. Uh, I think the Jaguars are still good enough to get in the playoffs either way, but I think you'd rather try to get that division title and go into the playoffs that way.
1: Andrew, the the coaching styles here are pretty interesting. Doug Peterson, we know what he's about, and we know how he got this team off the mat early in the season after the loss to Houston for all those five wins and five stadiums and four cities and the whole deal and keeping everybody on track. And he's done that and did the rally last year. But D'Amico Ryans is brand new to this thing, and they weren't supposed to do anything this year. What's going on with D'Amico Ryans and, and the way he's brought this group together?
2: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I really thought after they started 0-2 that it was gonna be one of those, you know, three and fourteen type of seasons for the Texans with a rookie QB and a rookie head coach. Uh, I-, I think that quarterback and the coach have done a fantastic job. I, I mean, I really I didn't see this one come. And there's very few things that surprise me in the NFL these days, but this is one of them. And I- and I give them a lot of credit. Look, you look at this division now with the quarterbacks that are in the AFC South. And I think Will Levis needs a little time in Tennessee. He does not have a good offensive line, as we saw last week. He could have four really good QBs in this division for the next 10 years. And I think that's really exciting when you look at this AFC South.
1: Andrew Catalan with us, CBS Sports. Let's talk about two of those quarterbacks then and start with Trevor Lawrence. And he's coming off the AFC Offensive Player of the Week award. Using his legs, he's still wearing the knee brace. But he's still finding a way most times to get things done. It may not be like the the big astronomical numbers that a lot of people were expecting this year. A lot of people picked him to be the MVP. That's not going to happen. But he's still playing winning football. So what's the next? How, how does Trevor get there, or will he even get there? Is this good enough? Yeah,
2: it's funny because you guys breathe it day in day out, and I've got a you know the bigger picture. I mean, if someone told the Jaguars fan that they'd be seven and three after ten games. I would think that the majority would sign up. I know they didn't beat the Chiefs. I know they beat didn't beat the 49ers. You'd love to see them win one of those games. I get it. But Trevor Lawrence, as you said, is playing winning football. They lead the division. They've won seven of their 10 games. They played back-to-back games in London. I have a much different perspective of this team than I think some do. I'm very high on them, and I think a big reason why – And we've talked about this in the past, is the marriage between Peterson and Lawrence. I think it's a fantastic relationship. It's only going to make Trevor play better football. And the key here, as we all know, is to peak at the right time. I don't think they've necessarily played their best football, and they're still in a great spot. You get hot late December, early January, and then look out in the playoffs. That's my take on Jacksonville right now.
1: You know, I mean, you got to give the Jaguar fans a little bit of leeway, though. I mean, I'm in my early 40s, right? The last time the Jaguars were this good this early, I was a senior in high school, okay? It's been a while for the Jaguar (laughs) fans. been a while.
2: I get it. No, I totally get
1: it. But I just didn't like the perception
2: that, oh, you know, the 49ers, they they laid an egg against San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of teams lay an egg against San Francisco. How about Philadelphia's only loss this year was against the Jets? How about that? I mean, I just feel like in the NFL, you can't
1: win every week. Let's move forward now to the other side and CJ Stroud. I mean, the, the guy, obviously, Carolina might have made the wrong move. It might still be a little premature to say that it's half a season. However, so far, the early returns are in Stroud's favor at number two overall. He's just so calm, it feels like. Nothing really bothers this guy.
2: Yeah. It's fun to watch, isn't it? I mean, not from a not from a fan. If you're a Jaguars fan, you don't want to watch this. But from every other week, uh, I think it's been great to watch. I give a lot of credit to the offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick. He, he's had a really good plan. They've brought him along well. This Tank Dell is a problem. We saw that in the first Jaguars game. Uh, he's coming off a big game last week against the Cardinals. Um, you know. The run in the football has actually been a little bit better for them lately too, which I think has helped CJ Stroud. But ultimately this is a guy that's going to probably want to air it out and it's going to be on that Jacksonville back end to, to slow him down. Now he did throw three picks last week. Let's not forget that three interceptions against the Cardinals, uh, but still a very talented guy. And I think one of the big things in this game is going to be the crowd. I mean, I, I've done a lot of games in Houston where, you could hear a pin drop. That's not going to be the case uh, on Sunday here today. So I, I feel like uh, how Jacksonville manages that is another part of the equation here today.
1: Andrew Cattle on CBS Sports. Jaguars defense really good against the run this year and really good in taking the ball away. And that was their formula in training camp. That's what pretty much to a man they said they wanted to do. And they're they're doing that. They're playing the style they want to play. Could they get more pass rush? That's what everybody's asking. Sure. but they're doing their number one and number two goals. Stop the run and take the ball away.
2: Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Takeaways are so huge in this league. And, you know, I look back, I watched the first game between these two teams, and, you know, the special teams' mistakes really was what changed that game. McManus missed a field goal, had a field goal block, and then the 85-yard kickoff returned for a touchdown. You know, those plays change that game. Takeaways... Change games, and the way I think for Jacksonville to get back in this is capitalize off some takeaways, take the ball away as they've been doing all year, and I think that would that would turn the ball game in their favor as opposed to last time when the special teams miscues kind of turned it the other way.
1: Andrew, is this uh, Texans team built for year over year success outside of the quarterback position? What where do they stand in the pecking order? I hate, and I don't use the word hate a lot, but I hate power rankings however <laughs> how do you how do you see the south right now
2: yeah I, I think Jacksonville's still the favorite um that could change here against the texans in terms of just the standings but i like jacksonville's talent um you know houston had a good draft obviously stroud and this will anderson's a problem he was the one that blocked the field goal back in week three uh they have some nice pieces and you know they're only going to be getting more draft capital i think over the next couple of years they still get a first rounder from deshaun watson although that pick not as good because cleveland's having a good year but you know i think that where this team was two years ago and now the talent they have it's a big difference i still think they have to close the gap a little bit but they're getting there
1: andrew let's finished with your new setup this year a couple new booth mates up there with you uh matt ryan tiki barber how's it gone so far i, I saw a tweet the other week where they said the perfect guy is in the booth. And you said, yeah, the backyard, that's me. I, you know, I love that. That's fantastic. But what a crew, right?
2: My gosh. Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, every time a QB goes down, you know, we, we expect Matt to get a call. But he's been having a good time. And the three of us together have had a good time. And, you know, you know, because, you know, you're calling all these national games. And you know how hard a three-man booth can be sometimes. But I think the big thing is that nobody on our crew has an ego. Uh, we all share the ball, and, and you have to have that in the booth. So it's been great. I mean, Matt, just off the field, he's played with so many guys. I mean, Calvin Ridley, obviously, was his first quarterback, so that'll be fun uh, to see that him talking about Calvin uh, in this game. And then, you know, Tiki is not that far removed, and, and he, you know, he has his own national uh, New York City radio show, so he's really well dialed in. And, and the three of us, along with A.J. Ross, have been having a really good time this season.
1: Well, I I hope this is the first of many times we get you this season. It is amazing. It's week 12, and it's the first conversation we've had with you. But it's, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate your time.
2: Hey, man. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving.